Okay, okay, okay. Let play the hypothetical game with me for just a minute. And let's say Rondo and the Lakers. <laughs> not LeBron and the Lakers, Rondo and the Lakers. Get to and win an NBA Finals. At least one. While Rondo is in LA. How will NBA historians look back on Rage and Rajon Rondo 20 years from now? What up, guys? Welcome back to Smoke Break Sports. I am Kev. And we're talking make-believe here. Well, it's kind of a halfsy. A half and half. We're talking a little bit about real-life history. And then we're getting into the Philip K. Dick sci-fi futuristic potential. You can't see my finger quotes, but I'm doing them. So, play along with me here. As I mentioned in the intro, I want to play... I want to play a game. Where... uh, Let's let's all just first address that there are a lot of different options for what the Lakers could look like by the time the season starts, and especially by the trading deadline. That's, it's been mentioned already probably numerous times at this point, but one of the biggest factors to these off-season moves is that they're all one-year deals, and realistically, they're all guys that are, have shown mobility in the NBA, uh, even though all three between McGee, Stevenson, and Rondo, throw those guys in there as well with, with this whole Lakers plan, all have their own quirks. But time and time again, yes, they've moved a lot, but, but there's always someone on the other end of that line ready to re- receive them. Phrasing boom. So there is all of that, but we're playing the hypothetical here where not only are do the Lakers do well enough this season to build towards a championship for next season, let's say. We're we're speeding up what I think is a realistic timeline. But it's still within the realm of possibility with next year's free agency looming cuz who knows what happens with if if who knows if Golden State will be able to keep everybody. Will everyone continue to take pay cuts? Uh, or, you know, will Clay end up in L.A.? And to just go along with that one for a second, imagine Clay Thompson signs in the offseason with L.A. or another big free agent, or Kawhi finally comes. You think Rondo won't potentially at least take a pay cut if he's seeing enough significant playing time in L.A.? You think he won't take a pay cut for that? And not to mention we don't know what the future holds for Lonzo. At... At the very least, I mean, he missed, what, 30, 35 games last year? Even if that repeats, if he has the same little nagging injuries here and there, Rondo's going to start half the season on principle. To quote the infamous Sean B., shout out to Sean. 
But out of sheer necessity, he'll start half the season. And it's been brought up that Rondo's not normally the kind of guy that would lock in for a contract if he didn't think he had a chance to be the starting point guard. Now, I personally might counter that he could, at this age, be willing to accept a a sixth-man role, especially seeing how that's extended careers of guys like Manu Ginobili, uh, Vince Carter, and no one has looked down on them for that. So, I mean, Rondo's a smart guy. I mean, he knows he can't play this game forever. He knows if he wants to extend his career. I imagine. And I'm projecting a lot on onto Mr. Rondo here. But I imagine if everything works right, whether, whether Lonzo's there or not, I mean, he might even still be part of a Kawhi trade. You don't know. There's a whole lot of nonsense with leaking injuries and yada 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 well maybe they won't trade him maybe they don't want to trade him now who knows how the first half of this season maybe Lonzo and LeBron are clicking sorry Rondo and LeBron are kicking this team is going to be very difficult to not mess up you have Lonzo Rondo Lonzo LeBron Kuzma that's pretty easy Ingram's pretty easy not to mess up but it's really just those three that's a that's a mouthful Phrasing boom. Anyway, so all the jargon and potential ways that it could happen, let's just say there are enough possible outcomes for me to have the idea pop up in my mind of what happens if Rondo plays a decent role on the Lakers squad that wins two more championships with LeBron. How would NBA future NBA historians look at the career of Rondo, let's say 20, 25 years from now? You know, the kind of, the way kids born in the 90s would look back at Bird and Magic, or the, the 80s era. Let's not put, I don't mean to put Rondo in the same light as those two. I just mean the way we look back at the bad boys and, the 80s Rockets teams for those who really dug deep. Again, the, the older generation that lived through it, that's different. That's, you know, I'm asking, how's your infant son going to think of Rondo if he wins two more titles as a Laker? And he didn't. He wouldn't even have to come close to being the Rondo he was for the, the Celtics title runs. He would just have to be I mean, a serviceable backup. Let's not forget Iguodala's won a finals MVP. Bench players, there are other examples out there. Um, bench players can have big effects, especially in the playoffs when the bench shortens and it's really only seven to eight guys that you trust out there. So Rondo could make some memories on some Laker playoff runs potentially. And what an injury. He would... If that would happen, he would have one of the most interesting stories uh, to to go on through the ages. Not many, you know, plenty of players have left and, and moved to L.A. Of course, we all know that with L.A. Braun and the LeBron watch and all. We've talked about that stuff enough, but I've been racking my brain to think of the examples of someone who went from Boston to L.A., that's really, it's the NBA's oldest rivalry. 
championship wise, as far as the finals go, it's it's the strongest matchup I think for uh, casual fans. It's got the nostalgia of it's it's just there are certain rivalries we all, as the collective sports fan, can agree that just kind of trump other things. Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Red Sox, Yankees. Um, we can rattle off more. Uh, Cubs Cardinals is a personal favorite of mine. That doesn't really count. I shouldn't say that. Duke, North Carolina. Um, you get the picture. I'm not going to rattle off anymore. So to have a guy at the beginning and then towards the end of his career play on both sides and be part of, especially if they get two in L.A., especially if they go like a back-to-back or get two out of three, and he's still puttering around, at least putting in some. I don't. I don't know if four years from now, if it takes them four years, let's say, because I think we all agree they're not winning it this year unless Kawhi shows up magically. And even then, I just I don't. Golden State's been Golden State for a minute, and I doubt that. Although I've been openly doubtful about the outcome of Boogie going there. I don't think he has the ability to dismantle that that whole thing either. They're they're gonna be them. And it's gonna take more than LeBron and friends to to beat this squad. We we know that much by now. So four years, I don't know if he's getting two out of three. Like I said, this is the 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 two is, is a real stretch, but so like I guess we should stick realistically with one but even one even a significant impact on one title run to LA would paint such an interesting story especially when you consider his odyssey uh all the whole Dallas situation sort of the the revival that happened after that he's bounced around the league like crazy been a journeyman after being one of the best point guards in the NBA, never figured out a jump shot, not a great free throw shooter, but still able to command and control a game like few players his size could. Anyway, great. It's something that, uh, other than our silly hatred for the Warriors just for being good, just for being everything we strive to be in our daily lives, I don't understand this hatred for greatness. I get it a little bit with the Patriots because there's been multiple, at least, accusations of, finger quotes again, cheating. But with the Warriors, what are you mad about? You say you want players to take a pay cut. You say you want it to be about winning. You say you want to see homegrown talent and people build through the draft. So you want natural dynasties, not what you're celebrating now with LeBron coming to L.A. So we've gone, and this is why I say never take a stand for anything unless you're... If you're not willing to die for it, you should probably just ease up on what you're... How seriously you take. I mean, debate is healthy. It helps shape your perspective. So I'm not saying you shouldn't speak your mind. Far from it. I'm saying you shouldn't draw a line, stand on a podium 
unless it's something you're willing to die for because so often we end up on both sides of the coin case in point our collective NBA fanhood Golden State's given us everything we've ever asked for everything we say in public that we want and yet we all cheered everything that we say at the bar we hate when LeBron goes to LA I don't remember Shaq getting this same kind of love and that was a different situation I'll give you that that Orlando team had some talent but we've gotten off track again and all I'm saying here guys is root for the Lakers to win for this cool Rondo storyline don't just do it with your dark side Palpatine hatred towards the Warriors root for it because a Rondo on the Lakers versus the Celtics makes a Lakers Celtics LeBron Kyrie Rondo Celtics I mean at this point we need to push for LA to make some kind of move to actually screw it all in chips in because Kyrie apparently is going to be gone in a year so we need to somehow make this happen I'm not one to root for injury so let's not do that let's root for dysfunction and hope that Boogie's a real menace in Golden State because we need to see all the storylines of that finals you guys oh Man, that's giving me a clue over here. Rondo, ah, I'll repeat it again. Rondo on the Lakers with LeBron versus Kyrie in Boston. Oh, that is some drama. If it goes six or seven games, that, oh, man. That's like a finals of the decade kind of. That's going out with a bang right there. And in the 20 teens right And that's what we need to root for. Anyway, we'll be back with some finger quotes again. Real world sports talk. We'll get back out of the realm of fantasy for the next episode. Find the network everywhere at Bad Dinner Guests. Find the show at BDGSPN. Find me in the club. Post it up. 